Hello again, and I'm Lisa Vondrasik, the curator of the Children's Literature Research Collections of the University of Minnesota Archives. And today, we've asked... Jan Franson, I'm the service lead for research information management at the University of Minnesota. And we sort of said, bring something that would be good for summer reading, but you brought us? I brought us a book called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. And it isn't exactly what I think you meant by summer read. You know, mm -hmm. it is not light at all. Mm -hmm. But it's a good read for this summer. Can you read the whole title and the author's sure. name? Uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, One Woman's Obsessive Search for the Golden State Killer by Michelle McNamara. And how did you end up reading this well, book? Well, you know, I would never have picked this book up. I was aware of it because I knew who Michelle McNamara was. Um, she has a famous husband. There, she, uh, and who is uh, he? His name is Patton Oswald, uh, and I was familiar with his work. I was not familiar with hers because, again, not, I'm not really a true co crime kind of person. I don't read a lot of that. But she uh, has a history of being very involved with um, exploring different cases where that are unsolved and had a strong interest in that, ran a blog about it, and had been researching this story for a very long time. So towards the end of her writing of the book, unfortunately, she passed away. So the book was completed um, by one of her researchers and a couple of other people and her husband um, who completed the book and published it recently. And then uh, about a week after my book group finished discussing this book, the killer was caught. Wow. So that just happened. It's been in the news. You may have seen it. Um, DNA evidence. But um, you were saying that you were reluctant to read this book because of... I was. I, I just, I find it creepy, you know, and I particularly, this one, while I was reading it, I found it very uncomfortable because I knew that, I didn't know the whole story, but I knew that there was no end. Um, I knew it was unresolved. I think I would read it very differently now. I mm -hmm. think... Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't have had nightmares, but I think I would read it differently mm -hmm. now, knowing that there is, although of course the case hasn't gone to trial or anything like that, there, there is a resolution now in that way, in the way you usually mm -hmm. look for in this sort of story. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> and so what was your book group discussion like? You know, it was great. Um, this often happens with books we're a little uncomfortable with. Um, my book group has a rule, whoever hosts picks the book and nobody is supposed to question that and nobody mm -hmm. tries to, we may question it, but we're not supposed to try to talk them out of it or anything <laughs> like that. We just, this is what we read, which has been great. I read things that I never would have picked mm -hmm. up, including this. And very often the books that we, as we're reading it, go, oh my gosh, I, I can't wait to be done, are the best discussion books. And this one had so, so much depth um, because it was not just about the, the terrible crimes that happened and the, the victims of those crimes and the survivors, which was, you know, is, is of course riveting and horrifying, um, but also about the tenacity of the author, of the people who had worked trying to solve this crime, and were still working, many of them like in retirement or came in maybe after. What is the time period that this these incidents happened? Uh, they, I believe the first, I'd, I'd have to look for sure, right. but I believe the first Around. one was in 1976 and the last one in 1986. So, so a large span of years that people had police officers and detectives, those, that was their job and then they retired? Yeah. Ah. Well, and interesting too, there were actually two different sets of crimes, one in the Sacramento area and one more in Southern California. 
and they weren't tied together until much later. There were people uh -huh. who suspected that it might be the same person, but because of the time, a point in time when these crimes happened, DNA evidence wasn't uh -huh. a thing. Um, so it was later when they were able to go back and use the DNA to see that those two sets of crimes matched each other that they were and tie more together. So, and it was in fact the DNA in the end that um, led to his capture. So I'm kind of dying to know, what's the next book from your book crew? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask it, so I wrote on it on post it. Ah. Somehow my friend Cricket thinks that in the summer we have time to read two books. So uh -huh. I have not started either of them yet. One is Gumption by uh, Nick Offerman. Oh, and yeah. You, uh, you, I know him. I don't know this book. So, so he's, he's an actor, Parks and Recreation. Parks and Recreation, Okay, yes. so an actor memoir. I don't think it's a memoir. Okay. <laughs> He's written several books, so uh -huh. I don't think it's that. And then the other one, also a book I had not heard of, maybe you have, called Hannah Coulter by William Barry. I know nothing about this. Oh, well, know? maybe I'll come back and talk about that. Well, that would be great. Thank you for joining us. Thank on you. Read this book.